Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the disk dump in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. That'll help me a little bit. Hello and welcome to the Disk Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout. All October long, my guests and I will be talking about the Masters of Horror Collection, Season 1. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be spooked. Well, most of these movies aren't very good, so I don't think you'll get too, too spooked. But I hope you like the podcast. Welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast, y'all. Uh, today is one of the last days of Halloween, I think, the uh, the countdown. And today I am joined by Tanner Carmen. How are you doing, Tanner? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Yep. Through the Zoom Nation, but it still yeah, feels like you're right here. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we watch for today? Um, it's called Hakel's Tale. Hakel's Tale. Uh the Masters of Horror movie by John McNaughton. So I looked that guy up before we get into the movie. And uh, he did the movie Henry, which is like apparently one of the craziest movies ever made. But he also made Wild Things. And I know I'm a fan of them. So <laughs> you ever see those uh, movies? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, really? it's, it's known for having like a crazy threesome scene. Anyway. So, uh, yes. Yes. You know why I love it then. Um, (laughs) no, given, given, uh, what was already in this film. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Oh boy. I'm so excited to get to that. So basically what we've been doing is just like running through the plot and then talking about it a little bit. So when we're running through the plot, feel free to just like make jokes and stop to talk about shit. Cool. So do you remember how this movie started? Uh, the dude walks in right after his his wife's funeral or something like that. Yeah, a uh, guy named Edward. So first off, it says in association with George A. Romero at the beginning. Really, really I, big. I was wondering that. I actually had to rewind it and look back. I was like, did that say who I thought it was? Yeah. So the King of Zombies had a hand in this movie, and I'm sure it's unlike any movie he had ever made. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this dude named Edward enters into a cranky old woman necromancer's house and he says, bring my wife back. She just died. And the necromancer says, let me tell you about Ernest Heckle or Hakel. And uh, that's where the movie actually starts. So um, it's been a couple days since we watched this. So uh, did you take notes? Like, do you remember beat for beat what happened or not so much? Yeah, I mean... I started taking notes after she started telling her story, um, but she just was an odd bird to begin with. She really, really weird. Yeah, Edward was like, I hear you're a necromancer. And (laughs) I've been called that for many years. Yes, exactly. So she she starts telling this story about a guy who, 
oh man there's so many things i want to say about this movie so they made this hour-long movie a five-act movie which was like crazy crazy weird because the five different five different locations yeah basically like the the plot usually it's like beginning middle end but this was like five of those it was like beginning real beginning middle that kind of matters but kind of doesn't second to last part was pretty cool and then the ending (laughs) is like what so this movie is like it feels like 10 movies in one movie like it's it's so so much of it doesn't matter later (laughs) it it, there was a a couple different times where i'm like what what am i what have i just watched yes how is this in relation to the entire story yeah it's (laughs) A lot of it just doesn't matter later. So it's anyway, so they uh, it centers in on this guy who's named Ernest Heckle, and he is played by the actor from he's in House of Cards and The Outsider. Have you ever seen either of those? Yeah, The Outsider's really good. The Outsider's really good. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um so yeah, that guy is plays Ernest Heckle. I don't remember his name in real life, but You'll figure it out. Anyway, and he is a man without God, and he's in the same universe as Frankenstein. That was kind of cool. And then started all of the fake facial hair and wigs. Oh, that's what I, I just <laughs> in here. Incredibly fake mutton chops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody's hair in this movie is like clearly a wig, but also not supposed to be a wig. <laughs> So, yeah, it's the, especially the sideburns are really crazy because they're completely different from the head hair that he has. Like you can see yeah. clean through it and shit. Totally, anyway, totally different color. Like just it, it, they didn't even try. They were just like, you know, we're gonna slap this on there and it's gonna be fine. I mean, they had some other stuff they had to sink their budget in. So why not? <laughs> we'll just skimp out on the the waves and shit. Somewhat realistic, I guess. Maybe that's where the the funds went. Where'd you say? The cadaver that they were cutting open. Oh, yeah. She she was definitely just like a real naked lady laying there. And then they lit her on fire. So, uh, <laughs> fire. Um, what is this guy's name? Ernest Heckle. I just call him Heckle. So, Heckle's trying to prove that he can resurrect people like Frankenstein. And all he manages to do is light this bitch on fire. And uh, it seemed pretty like whispering sweet nothings into her ear it's so weird like he's like oh i'm so sorry he starts like stroking her and stuff yeah he's creepy as fuck (laughs) that just like stood out to me for some reason like this dude is odd yeah he's and uh i think that's the whole point that's all we're supposed to get from him at the beginning is wow that's odd because most of this does not matter later um so then he hears about the great montesquino describe the great montesquino for the audience (laughs) traveling like I, I, I the first thing is like it's some type of traveling gypsy but <laughs> he's definitely a con man <laughs> <laughs> or so we think at least so yeah. he's there resurrecting dogs that are the worst dog puppets i might have ever seen <laughs> um <Cool>. so <laughs> He convinces uh, Heckle that he can bring things back from the dead because he brought this dead dog back, and the dead dog puppet is is righteously, <laughs> laughably it bad. So realistic. Yeah, <laughs> the teeth might have been real, but that was about it. <laughs> so um, Heckle tries to bribe him with a bottle of whiskey to teach him how to resurrect people, and the great Montesquino is like, no. So. 
that's how that it costs a hundred dollars to resurrect a human he's like leave me i'm really glad you're here but i wish you weren't yeah (laughs) and he takes the whiskey (laughs) yeah so uh the great montesquino is important later right there is like the end of act one so the all of this up to this point has been like one section of it then he hears that his dad is dying and this starts act two his true intentions come into play exactly as to why he was trying to bring the girl back to life wait what was his true intention oh just to keep his father from dying that's what i was thinking yeah yeah i think you're right my brain just took a fart anyway <laughs> so he's like oh shit i gotta go and see my daddy and he starts walking and like so begins his journey to meet his father it's very important for us to know this no it it's not i they wrote i was like kind of crazy to think that people traveled by foot yeah it's like bible <laughs> times but so he just starts walking across the country and he somehow manages to sit under hanging people and like brown and gray blood are dripping on his sandwich when he's about to eat and in his mouth toe man juice in his mouth yeah (laughs) and toe man juice that's fucking nasty i was wondering why he just kept sitting underneath there though like as the stuff is dripping down it it takes him like two minutes to just like kind of look up and realize oh (laughs) let it all drip in my mouth real quick and how commonplace do, do like hanging people have to be to not notice that you're going to go and sit under multiple dead bodies suspended from a tree? I don't know. He was a pederast. I had to look what uh, look up what that meant. What the does that was, mean? Uh, a guy, uh, a grown man that engages in relations with pubescent boys. Oh, okay. So a pedophile. Weird flex for sure. And so, wait, that was the people that were hanging were pederasts? I gotcha. Okay. Did you catch the next dude's name who pops up? The guy who lives in the house? The farmer? The one that picks him up on the road? Yeah. So, this dude picks him up on the road and uh, offers... I can never remember this guy's name. Heckle. He offers Heckle a place to sleep for the night. And he's just like, you can come and drink with me and hang out, or you can sleep under these dead bodies. And Heckle's like, all right, well, I'll come and hang out with you, I guess, instead of eating this. So he shows up at this dude's house, and tell me about this dude's wife, Tanner. Well, so you walk in, and she's wearing a white dress. I don't think she's wearing any shoes. It just looks really weird. At first, I thought she was kind of like a ghost. And she doesn't say anything. She just kind of walks around. And just looks at him, walks right up to his face, kind of looks at him some more. And then and then Heckle's just kind of like checking her out the entire time. <laughs> He's making sure that her husband doesn't see. And it's just a, it's really awkward, the, the weird trio thing that's going on. There's a lot of weird sexual tension, but she is also smoking hot. Apparently she was in Stargate or something, but Hachi Machi, she was a good looking woman. So I can understand why he was staring. Um <laughs> So I know, like the farmers, you're. I bet you're wondering how I got such a good look, good looking woman. Yeah, dude, that's exactly what he's wondering. <laughs> so he like uh, heckle like comes on to her as they're about to lay down for the night, and she totally rejects him. And then shit starts to get weird, and we begin the third act of this movie, which is I put parentheses around all of these events, and it just says bedtime. 
<laughs> so an inordinate amount of things happen when he's like kind of dozing off. Um, oh, she's like when he was hitting on her, she was like looking out the window and shit, which apparently becomes important when he's sleepy and he, he like wakes up and she's getting all horny for whatever's happening outside, touching herself a little bit. And he's just like, Hmm, that's odd. And he goes back to sleep. Um, even understand what she was doing at first yeah like, i i, I kind of understood but then i was like that can't be right no yeah she, she's looking outside and they're here we can hear like the zombie dog howling in the background because montesquino shows up in the middle of the night and he's like what up everybody it's me montesquino i'm back i'm back and then heckle's like hmm, more sleep now and heckle goes back to sleep again and uh I think the fourth time he finally wakes, like gets up, the wife woman They're arguing. She's like, "It's been a year." Yeah, that's I need right. to go. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. She's <laughs> so they're arguing, which wakes Heckle up, and then she storms out the door, and Heckle gets up and he's like, "Where's she going?" And they like argue for a while, right? Yes, because he- Heckle's like, "She's your wife. You need to protect her." They start arguing. I don't remember why they start because he wants to go after her. I guess. He's like, "No, man, let's just sit here and drink some more." Yeah. <laughs> or at least that's what I think he said. Basically, yeah, he he didn't stop drinking and he didn't go to bed. And Heckle, I don't know how long he was asleep, but he woke up so many times for like just to progress the story. I guess. So um, he decides that it's it's time for battle, and he grabs a gun, just this dude's gun. He's like, this is my gun now. He goes, I'm a medical student. I'm not afraid of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, because he knows the necromancer's there, and the dude who owns the place, I wish I caught his name, He uh, he's just like, the dead are out there. We don't want to go. And Heckle's like, well, if the dead are out there, I'm not afraid of them, but she probably is. So we should go get her. And he holds the dude who owns the house at gunpoint and makes him go out first. And they march into the night. And so starts the next act of this movie where they march towards the zombies. Spoiler alert. There's zombies in this movie. (laughs) George Romero and shit. So, they bump into the dog puppet zombie and they try and kill it and they just can't kill it. So they smash it with a rock and they're like, I guess it's dead. But we learn that the dead cannot die twice in this movie. You can shoot him in the head. It doesn't matter. You got to just squish him to death. And then he bumps into Montesquino and he's like, you again. And then they just hear this woman moaning. And why is she moaning, Tanner? I, I wanted to think that it was more... Just, ah, I don't even know how to describe. I wanted to think that it was just zombies like eating her, and it was it was much much different to my surprise. <laughs> uh, there was basically a giant zombie orgy going on. A zombie gangbang. <laughs> this lady is in there. This this wife is in the middle of it with like four to eight zombies. I don't know. It was wild, but <laughs> she was bouncing on one of them, but then all these other ones were just like rubbing their hands on her. I think it was supposed to be her dead husband. Yeah. yeah. And then all the other zombies are just feeling her up and everyone's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so like the next three minutes, it's just a scene just kind of just rotating around. I'm like, this is, this has gotten a little too far. Yeah. It was an extremely graphic zombie orgy 
for an hour long movie, they spent, they spent a really long time slamming it in your face and going, yes, this is an orgy of zombies. Did you notice? It's so long. And then heckles finally like, I don't like this. And he shoots Montesquino and then the husband goes and he's all sad, right? Because he doesn't like watching his woman getting gangbanged by zombies. Montesquino was probably the only one that knew how to get this to all stop. Yeah. And he was like, Montesquino! Boom! Right in the back. <laughs> he just fucking shoots him. <laughs> so the, the husband comes up. He doesn't like watching his woman getting gangbanged by zombies. So he goes, please stop. We need to stop. And the zombies turn on him and fucking eat him because it's what zombies do. What a plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then it was just uh, just Heckle and the girl getting gangbanged. What happens to Heckle? Well, so they, I guess they end up going back to the house, Heckle and the farmer's wife, only to find out that the farmer's wife has a baby, not from the farmer, but from the zombie husband. That's right. And then... The wife asks Heckle to hold the baby, and to my, again, surprise, the baby eats Heckle. Yep. <laughs> Zombabies, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the zombie, zombie, like, shoots off of her arms and into Heckle's neck and kills him, and there's just blood splurting everywhere. <laughs> the end of Heckle. That's the end of Heckle. Or is it? Because you become a zombie by getting bitten by a zombie. We cut then back to, I suppose, modern day or whatever. We're back at Edward and the crazy old necromancer lady. And he's like, that's a horrible story. I don't know if I want you to bring back the zombies. The Edward guy, he's like, this is a terrible thing that's happening. And then we find out that the old woman was the girl getting gangbanged by zombies at the, for the other part of the movie. But now oh, she's oh. old. Big twist. And then all of the zombies and the zombie come out and she's just like, ah, oh, my family, let's take turns. And she was going to get a train run on her, I guess, by a bunch of zombies. And she uh, hasn't changed her ways at all. Nope. <laughs> so that's uh, <laughs> that's the movie. What did you think about it, Tanner? It was it was definitely interesting at first when it was when it you know the movie had promise at the beginning <laughs> towards the first second third act once we got to the farmer's house that it all kind of slowed went down, down. For me. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't i don't know and then the graph like when you first like cut into it, you can tell it's like your early 2000s yes type of graphics low budget film mm-hmm. um but it was it was a it was interesting. Not the worst movie I've ever seen. So I saw most of these movies when I was a kid with my dad, and oh. by the grace of God, this one was not one of the ones I saw <laughs> when I was a kid because I had no idea what was happening. I had never seen this movie at all. The other ones, most of them, I had seen, but I never mm-hmm. watched this one, and it was <laughs> I was so surprised that this movie was about zombie gangbangs. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I like honestly. I I don't know how else to describe my surprise at the end of the movie, but just like the look on my face, like yeah. it was just like, what just happened. <laughs> like, the last forty five minutes really meant nothing. No, <laughs> and, and this happened at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so did you? Uh, oh yeah. So di- didn't you watch it on uh, YouTube? Is that what you said? 
No, I, I watched it on like a like a some yeah, pretty much YouTube. Yeah, it's the only way I could find it. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was the mo- like I just the beginning of the movie didn't matter at all. <laughs> Him being a medical student trying to bring people back from the dead didn't matter. Uh, meeting the walk to the dead yeah like it could have started with him getting to the house like that would have been a great place for that to start but then we would have had a lot more zombie orgy than i would have been comfortable with yeah so maybe it just the whole house thing was so weird too like it just he just kept waking up and falling asleep yeah. and <laughs> it was like but when the third time happened i just was busting up laughing like how is this he's having a terrible night's sleep he is and so many things bother him but he just doesn't get up like well he doesn't think anything of it and for him to be able to just continue sleeping after each time he wakes up says a lot like just about his mental state i suppose yeah it was oh and like the husband thing was never really explained it was like the hot chick's ex-husband died or her former husband and then she married this old dude who his whole lot in life was to boss her around and then once a year let her go and fuck some zombies. And he like was pay- well he was paying Montes Montesquino. He like yeah. gave him I thought he gave him like a lot of cash or something like that too. Yeah, cuz there were like eight zombies and every human cost $100 to resurrect. So he was just like fucking loading Montesquino up. Wow. So that he was the piggy bank. Yeah. The and then when he got ripped up, she certainly wasn't concerned. He was dead. I as think fun. she even kind of like looked and was just like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no!" But <laughs> running right back to her zombie orgy. Yep, she just dove right back. There were candles and shit. Like <laughs> the ambiance was there. The mood was set. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they had a fog machine going too. It seemed like. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, it was like boiling fog liquid. Like there was no reason for any of it, but. So, uh, these movies, I've been giving them pluses and minuses. So, what do you think? Is this one a plus or a minus? Um, so, I, I, haven't, I didn't see all the other movies or anything like that, but I'm, I'm going to have to give this one a minus. I think that's appropriate, because it is not the worst one, but it's not great. Yeah, the worst one, I'm not sure if we went through it yet, so I don't want to spoil it, but I'll just cut this part out. It was called uh, Sick Girl. And it was about bad actresses that, or it was about like a woman who her whole job is to look at bugs and this other girl. And the one girl is supposed to have like autism. So she's awkward. And the other girl is just supposed to be awkward and they're both bad actresses. So it just, it didn't work. It was so fucking bad. So anyway, that's the worst one. Thank God we didn't watch that one. Yeah. I thought this one was the worst. I was trying but... to tell, tell Lindsay, like some of these movies are good. Some of them are good. I don't know about this one. And then she ended up seeing the worst fucking one. <laughs> oh, you did that one with her. Yep. So she was she was like, I have no interest in watching any of these miles. It's like, no, this one was the worst. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I will have to agree with her after watching Heckle's Tale. There's the John Carpenter one is the best one. That's called Cigarette Burns. You should see that one. I've talked about it in every episode. I've just been like the end of this month. We're doing the best one, which is cigarette burns. So how many, how many movies are in the collection? Um, so it was a show on Showtime, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, there are 13 episodes in the first season. Okay. And I just bought the second season. 
and uh I, I, I put it well it's it comes in this cool skull like box set it's like shaped like a skull it's pretty cool so that that's cool. that's the main reason i got it and i'll do this again next year so <laughs> there's some but yeah so there we have it it's going to be a negative stamp on this movie but we're going to have a disc dump first and we're going to do a long distance terrible drink yeah yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, my mom used to shop at discount grocery stores and she would buy random drinks by the case because they wouldn't always be available after that. So if you liked it, she'd go and she'd just buy out the store of all of the cases of the drink that you liked. Or you had a drink that you didn't like, but you had like a case of it. So you had to finish it so that we didn't throw things away. So I would always like tell my friends like, Hey, you want a terrible drink? And everyone would be like, no. And I'd be like, that's too bad. And uh, I'd bring them water and I'd bring them a terrible drink. And Tanner was one of the people who endured that for a long time. So uh, yeah, that's uh, the terrible drink. That's why we do this is it's a, a remembrance of that. So what do we have to drink today, Tanner? Well, today, today seems a lot more promising than the last one we did. Which one was the last one we did? That would be the ranch-flavored soda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's That still haunts my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Nura Pro... I'm either going to say Bucha or Buca. Uh, Nura Pro Bucha. It's like a kombucha tea. A probiotic tonic. <laughs> it's live. Um, looks like it's going to get my my brain energy flowing that's yes it improves digestive health it's low calorie low sugar it's vegan friendly gluten-free lactose-free and it contains kombucha organic ginger abstract live probiotic vinegar and curcum extract from turmeric 15 calories per serving and how many and this is one container is a serving, so 15 calories in this. It's going to be terrible. I, I don't know. I mean, it, the flavor of it is Meyer lemon ginger. I think that sounds kind of promising. I'm not even going to lie. It does. It seems not too bad. My mom bought these for us. Shout out, mom. And there's, like, pictures of, like, glowing brains, and there's, like, brainwave calculations across the top Cop of it. Relief or something like that. Yeah. Something. All right. To your health, sure. Tanner. Let's crack these bitches yeah. open. Got a nice fancy glass for this. You did? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Oh, mm. God. Shake well type of drink? There, I think oh, it's supposed yeah. to be carbonated. Uh, does yours have a little something at the bottom? I'm sure it has a lot of stuff at the bottom. Oh, yeah, because there's like a live shit in it. So that must be all of their poop. I'm going to shake it up a little bit. I think I it's supposed to be carbonated. Because most kombucha is like naturally carbonated. What's happening? Well, if it's carbonated, i got to be careful when I open it back up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? No. All right, I'm going to shake the shit out of mine then. So I do like kombucha tea. Have you ever had kombucha tea? No, I've heard of it though. It smells like kombucha tea, which is not a good thing, because even I, who enjoy kombucha tea, does do not like the way it smells. Oh no! Oh man, that's not a good smell at all. It's like it's so thick and cloudy. It is quite cloudy. It's like semi-clear. Yeah, I guess it looks a little bit better on the screen. Yeah. 
I'm just going to try it from the bottle against my own rules. I didn't want to dirty a glass for this. Bottoms up. It's not bad. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I guess it's not as bad as what I'm used to. It's definitely not good. It's not as bad as what you're used to. You mean like terrible drinks wise? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one's pretty bad though. It does taste, it has like the nasty part of kombucha without the good part. Tastes a little sour. Yeah. Like, I know mine has gone through several temperature changes and I'm, I'm wondering if we killed all the alive stuff in it (laughs) because it is, I don't think it's supposed to taste like that. I was going to say it almost tastes like it's like spoiled. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling we're going to be violently <laughs> ill after this. <laughs> I'm not going to drink any more of this. Good call, I think. I think that was a good call. So this is a terrible drink. We have two stamps. It's either yeah. gets the terrible stamp or the not terrible stamp. And this one falls in the terrible category. That is for sure. It tastes like rotten food and uh, artificial yeah. sweetener. The first, the first initial taste isn't really that bad, and I think it's because of like the ginger and lemon, like that's what you taste like right away. But then the aftertaste is like the sour, curdled, fermented taste. Yeah, it's super not good. And I was at the grocery store the other day. They have like five flavors of these now, so somebody must like them. But I am not one of those people. I feel like I've seen these before too. Maybe yeah, I, you're the person that showed them to me. I feel like, well, my mom bought them for me, but I don't, I didn't, I saw these like next to Gatorade. I didn't see them in the ethnic food aisle or anything when I saw them. So, but yeah, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm no. Right on. I wonder if there's an expiration date on it. Knowing my mom, it's well past. Oh yeah. Yeah. It says enjoy by March 26th, 2020. <laughs> we should definitely give this a shot another time when it's fresh (laughs) oh yeah i think it might actually taste a little bit better yeah because it definitely went bad it's not good (laughs) no No. good thing i didn't really take a big quaff of it or anything like that yeah well tanner thanks for doing this with me this was enjoyable yeah i'm not used to being virtual it's kind of weird the next one we'll have to do in person i think so too it's a lot better in person yeah right on well tanner is there anything you want to tell the audience about um not really i lost all of my fantasy football games yesterday in case Ooh. anyone was worried about that i yeah. was this just sounds terrible yeah yeah that is what it is though giants are own four own five actually what up super bowl it's five <laughs> <laughs> sorry my the only exciting things that are happening really right now are sports and my teams are awful yeah so wait, did you say the Giants? Yeah. Weren't you like a Falcons fan in high school? Yeah. Well, no, I was a Mike Vick fan, which ah. he was on the Falcons. But then, you know, they're also one and four and have the worst record, <laughs> one of the worst records in the league. So <laughs> I'm just really hitting it all out of the park. I just listened to a podcast where they were talking about, like, if they had enough money what would they buy? Like they have, if they had $2 billion, what would they buy? And the only football team they could afford was the Bengals. Really? Yeah. They're the lowest, they're the cheapest one for sale. I'd buy them. 
Yeah, I mean, if I if I, they cost two billion dollars, so it's not if like I it doesn't cost anything. Two, yeah, if I only had two billion, then I wouldn't buy them. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you'd make your money back on the Bengals <laughs> if it was like, I don't know the the sports team. That's good. The forty nine, the Patriots. <laughs> The Patriots. Yeah, they used to be good. I don't know if they're that good this year. Yeah, the I don't Bills know. have been doing pretty well. The Bills and the Titans. Yeah, the Titans were the second least expensive team. <laughs> I'd go with that team. Yeah. Right. All right. Anyway, let's wrap this up. I, we never have sports talk on Disc Dump. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. It's been a weird week. <laughs> it has indeed. All righty, Tanner. Happy Halloween. Thank you, Miles. Happy Halloween to you. Hope you guys uh, have a lot of trick or treaters. Are you going to have trick or treating? Uh, we're going to a party actually with for nice. one of my coworkers. So it's what are you dressing up as? I'm going to be the Mad Hatter, and Lindsay's going to be the Queen of Hearts. Nice. Yeah, should be exciting. Unless, of course, well, we change and decide to do a superhero thing, but who knows? So. I thought about doing Fat Thor this year. Fat Four. Fat Thor. Oh, Fat Thor. Yes. That would be Fat awesome, Fat actually. <laughs> Get a dreadlock wig. That would be awesome. Yeah, I already have the like. I have the wig ready to buy. I just have to figure out if I'm doing anything. We haven't figured anything out yet. Right on. Well, if you can't figure something out after my party, I'll hang out with you guys. All right. <laughs> right on. All righty. Uh, bye, audience. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the masters of horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the discdump. On Instagram, discdumppodcast. Facebook, the discdump podcast page. Or you can join the discdump podcast fans group and start the discussion. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Have a googly Halloween. <laughs>